This is the Better Than Before Betrayal podcast, episode number 26, Results and the Model Wrap-Up. Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing as I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you are finding this helpful. I love helping my clients learn and practice these skills and concepts. So thanks for listening and working to live more intentionally. I absolutely love this. Today, I'm going to wrap up our zoomed in look of the model by teaching you about the last line of the model, which is results. Then I'll bring it all together. So to review the model is circumstances spark thoughts. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings drive actions. Actions produce results. Results become our new circumstance. Our life is a series of experiences, of circumstances. So results are the effects of our actions. Makes sense, right? And yet it doesn't always seem so simple. We may think that our results are circumstances that have been just handed to us and that they are beyond our control. And yet, we can see that we put on pounds when we eat when we're not hungry. We can see that we have dysfunctional relationships with our husbands when we are withdrawn. We can see that the house doesn't get cleaned if someone doesn't do it, the action of cleaning. And we can see and understand that taking different actions could bring a different result. And it's very obvious, and yet we don't often want to take responsibility that we actually choose the actions that lead to our results. And I get it. Taking responsibility can be painful. We don't want to take responsibility for our stuff, and we tend, as humans, to take responsibility for other people's stuff. We need to be careful to only take responsibility for what is ours. Again, we may be convinced that our lives, our results, our circumstances have just been handed to us and that they are out of our control. And this is very easy to do. When your husband's choices have impacted your life in such a painful way, other people are always a circumstance to us. Other people's actions produce their result not ours. Their result affects us, but it's their result. Their result becomes their new circumstance. Yeah, you following me? (laughs) It's tricky. (laughs) And it's tricky to stay out of other people's models. It takes a lot of practice. And even with practice, we will still probably always do it. Other people are a circumstance in our lives. In our models, they are the sea line. 
they are neutral to us until we have a thought about them. And remember, we are allowed to think and feel how we choose. When a choice your husband makes causes you pain, you can feel the pain and know that the pain is caused by your thoughts. And you can decide that you want to hold on to those thoughts as truth. For example, when your husband tells you that he has acted out sexually, you can allow yourself to feel the pain because your thought is that you don't want him to do that. And you're going to hold on to that thought because it's true for you. I'm going to hold on to that thought. Don't misunderstand that the model is meant to turn us into robots, choosing not to think things that are painful, to believe that we just get to get out of pain by changing our thoughts, and that is the best way to live your life. Not at all. We need to allow for the clean pain. And as I've told you before, you get to hold on to thoughts and beliefs that you hold true. And you can use awareness to let go of beliefs that you have held on to that are not true. Using the model can be a powerful tool. And you need to be careful not to use it against yourself. So, <clears throat> what about the circumstances of our lives? The lives, the part of our lives that we that are out of our control. Although, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Although we don't get to control our circumstances, we do get to control how we choose to think about them. Remember, we always have a choice, even when the choice we want is not available to us. <clears throat> Sorry. We have a choice. And we just need to like our reasons. We make the choice that we do. No one else needs to like it or agree with it. And we will find a choice that brings peace, even if our first choice isn't available to us. That peace for me comes from turning to my Savior. He is always there for me. He wants me to have peace and joy in my life. He shows me the way. And coaching has shown me the tools that I can use in my life every day. Our results always reflect our original thought. Let me show you some examples of this. It's absolutely fascinating. We'll look at the same examples that I've been using in the past weeks. The circumstance of your husband being late coming home from work. You have several thoughts and the ones we've been working with have been, he's probably doing something he shouldn't be doing. Traffic can be heavy this time of day and he works so hard for our family. And remember again that we have somewhere between 40,000 and 70,000 thoughts a day and hundreds of thoughts about every circumstance. One or a few will jump out you know, more than others. With trauma, we often loop a thought over and over and over again, ruminating and spiraling. With healing, you can learn how to, how to decide to choose 
which thoughts to hold on to, which ones to focus on, which ones to confront and challenge. And it's so powerful. As you know, from the past few episodes, each thought will bring a different emotion and your actions will reflect that feeling. Your actions will produce your result. And finally, you will see that your result will reflect your thought. So here we go. If your thought is, he's probably doing something he shouldn't be doing, and you're feeling fear, what are your actions when you're feeling fear? Because you're thinking he's probably doing something he shouldn't be doing? First, I have some things to say about the word should. I try not to use this word in my life, and here's why. When I, when we think someone should do or should not do something, we are in a manual. If you don't know what that is, go back and listen to episode number 19. In that episode, I talk about expectations we have of others or manuals. These expectations can keep us stuck in victim. If others don't meet our expectations, also should can keep us in blame and shame. Not helpful. We can certainly have expectations and we have to allow others to have their agency because, well, they have it. So when I am thinking he's probably doing something he shouldn't be doing, it actually means he's probably doing something I don't want him to do, which can put me in victim mentality. I certainly, absolutely don't want my husband to act out sexually in the ways he has in the past. And me worrying about it ahead of time, thinking that he may be, isn't useful. Just look at the emotions I get to contend with and how I show up, not the person I want to be. How do I know? Well, because I've done it. And just look at the list of actions when I'm in fear. Remember, I'm aimlessly pacing and wandering around the house, spiraling in my head always for me, snapping at or being less than patient with my kids or those around me. My kids don't live at my house anymore, but you know, we've been doing this for years and I definitely was short and irritable. So I'm totally distracted. I might break out the Oreos, scroll Instagram. I'm likely to be short with my husband when he gets home. I will withdraw. I'm not connecting. These are things I have done in the past. And what is my result? I show up as I shouldn't. And when I say that, I mean, I show up exactly as I don't want to. My thought, he's probably doing something he shouldn't be doing, is exactly my result. I'm doing actions that I don't want to do. Can you see that my result is directly related to my thought? My thought is about him, and my result is mine. Crazy, right? And my husband's circumstance, me, 
is his experience of coming home to a wife that wants connection and certainly is not showing up as if she does. Ironic, right? Next example, the thought is traffic can be heavy this time of day and you're feeling understanding. Remember what our actions were? We decide to start making dinner. We have more patience with the kids and others around us. We may work on a project or a hobby, maybe go on a walk. We cheerfully welcome Hubs when he gets home. We are open and willing to connect. Now, the thought traffic can be heavy this time of day is a little tricky because our thought is about a circumstance that may or may not be true. And actually, heavy traffic is relative, so therefore not a fact. Anyway, his commute may take more minutes on his day, this day than other days, and that can be proven. So we'll go ahead and stick with this thought and a result, hmm, heavy traffic, well, sometimes we have to get creative in how our result relates to the thought. This is kind of a neutral thought. It can be helpful because we don't know the facts. It is giving him the benefit of the doubt. It's open to understanding. It isn't going to blame. So our result is openness. Our result is that we're open to the possibilities. We're managing our mind and therefore we are able to choose intentionally how we want to show up. Okay. And our last example, the thought he works so hard for our family and you're feeling gratitude. Remember the actions? We may decide to make his favorite dinner or get takeout or go out, depending on your love of cooking or not. We interact with others in a pleasant way. We might be inclined to do something special for him. We may give him a big hug and a kiss when he gets home. And again, open to connection. So what are your results when you're feeling gratitude because of your thought? Your result is you work hard on your relationship. You are open to connection. You are kind, the kind of wife you want to be. Once again, your result is your thought playing out. Can you see how your result, your results are completely different when you're thinking different thoughts, feeling different emotions and taking different actions? Can you see that each result is directly linked to the thought? The model is always working. It's the way the universe works. It can be an amazing tool to use to take responsibility for our lives. It is a tool that we can use every day to become aware of the power of our thoughts, to learn to clean up our side of the street, to take responsibility for what is ours and leave what isn't ours alone, to learn a great deal about how our minds work and how to gain power over our lives the part that is in our control. Our circumstances are neutral. I know this is hard to grasp. I can help you with it if you'd like. Circumstances spark thoughts 
Thoughts create feelings. Feelings determine actions. Actions produce results. Your results. What's in your control. Models are always in play. It's, again, just the way the universe works. In coaching, first we work with our unintentional models. These are the models of the thoughts that our brain just offers us. We work to become aware of them, to get curious. We can see how they play out in our lives. We can learn a lot when we look at them. Then we can do the work of creating intentional models. That's when we make progress in creating the lives we want. This is when we start choosing thoughts that serve us. That will make all the difference in the world as we create the life we want, our results. We'll always have unintentional models. It's the way our brain works. And we can learn so much from them. And it's great when we can move to an intentional model. And that comes with work and with healing. Using the model doesn't make us robots. It helps us look inside ourselves and understand ourselves more. Using the model in your life every day will change your life. I know because it has changed mine. I don't allow myself to spiral down with thoughts. Well, a little bit, it does happen on occasion because my brain is always hard at work looking for a problem to solve to keep me safe. And sometimes I listen to it. And I know how to get myself out of the low points. And when I can't do it myself, my coach helps me. If you want help with this, reach out to me. I'd love to help you with it. I hope that you are finding this helpful and I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you next week and take care. Bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic that you'd like to understand more deeply, to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from one.